Yeah, the the stomach is like another brain. Yeah, you know, it's mm. telling the rest of the body what uh, <laughs> what what it what it needs, and, mm. and we also misunderstand hunger. Hunger is the quest for nutrition and energy and, and putting the right things in our body. And um, uh, a lot of people don't choose quality foods in, in the modern world. Um, we have, here, here's a crazy parallel. Um, obesity is synonymous with poverty. Now, the first thought is, if you're poor, you don't have money. If you don't have money, you can't buy food. <laughs> you can't buy food, you can't get fat, <laughs> right? Mm. But it doesn't work like that. It's just another one of those strange anomalies of life where it turns out, or the result is that when you're poor, it's very, very easy to be overweight because mm. you end up spending money on the wrong kinds of foods. You have the wrong kind of diet. You eat the wrong mm. kinds of, of things. You don't have a completely nutritional, healthy lifestyle, basically. Mm. And um, it's, always, it's always puzzled me. I mean, it seems to me, it's my opinion, it seems to me wherever you look, there's food. Okay, it just seems to me that wherever you look, there's food. And um, you know, sometimes, occasionally, my parents will visit me and they always bring some food with them for some reason. I don't quite understand why they do that. Maybe it's their habit. Maybe it's about politeness. Maybe they think I don't eat enough. I don't really know. Um, but they always bring some food. And I always say, thank you. I will add this to all the other food that I have that I can't eat because um, I don't have time to eat it all and I don't need to eat it mm -hmm. all. I have more food than I know what to do with. I end up, I end up throwing out a lot of food. I, I, I think about 20, 25% of the food that I buy, I'm not able to eat for some reason, or it goes out of date, or I buy it and leave it for a while, and it's not good anymore. And, and it, it's, it's, it, it's an odd, it's an odd thing that, uh, that I just think we seem, we seem to be surrounded by food, and we should, we should have better habits, and we should know better. And mm. um, there's a lot of overweight people in society and and i say this in, in scotland scotland is one of those example countries where if you look at the countries of the world and you look at obesity people who are fat and overweight scotland is you know somewhere near the top obviously america's at the top right because they have a really bad diet there but uh, scotland is somewhere near there and um i was thinking about it from a parental perspective i was thinking about it from being a being a father being a parent and mm. they need to be fit and and healthy and because being a parent is tiring right you, you you can get tired very it's tiring
being with with children. It's tiring running around after them. It's tiring trying to have conversations with them. And you know, men men hit. I mean, the women have similar problems, and I think slightly earlier. But men hit men hit forty, and they're again their metabolism slows down. It slows down at twenty. It slows down at thirty. It slows down at forty, and it's very very easy to put on weight. It's very very easy to think if I have the same habits at forty that I had at thirty, I will be okay. Unfortunately, you don't have the same body at the age of forty that you have at the age of thirty. You're another twelve to fifteen percent of your way through life, and um, the body yeah. begins to react differently. It begins to process things more slowly. It begins the body begins to think more carefully about where to put its resources and and how to work with them. The, the the mind also works in terms of fear and tends to think, right, it's not a bad idea to have a store of food or a store of fat within the body because we live in uncertain times, right? And it, here, here's the crazy situation, right? It, and this is, a, this is fantasy, but you can apply it to reality. Like if you put a group of people on a desert island and some of them are thin, and some of them are fatter, and there's no food, the fatter people will probably live for longer hmm. because their body will then <laughs> process the fat that is within their own body before they die. So um, so a certain amount of storage is, is, is the brain tells itself that it's not a bad idea because it, it, it can be practical because um, who knows what will happen tomorrow. Um, but uh, as a as a parent, I think that it's like, I, I just spent the weekend with, with my children and we did a lot of activities and we were busy all the time. And I was thinking about other parents and what they were and my conversations with them. And they were always saying, oh, you know, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. It's a, you know, I don't have the energy to do things. And um, I think it's about fitness. I think it's about mm -hmm. physical fitness. I think because, because the parents are not physically fit, not all of them, but a lot of them are going to do less activities with their children. Yeah. If you're slightly overweight, you're not, you're not going to pick up that tennis racket you're not going to jump on that skateboard mm. you're not gonna take off your t-shirt and go swim in the sea you're just not you're not going to do it mm. if you're not if you're not in shape if you're not healthy and as always less leads to less and more leads to more yeah and so the less activities we do the less healthy we become and so it begins this very very slow downward spiral that exists, which is based on the, the daily habits of people every day. And uh, it's, it, it's interesting. And I also think that a lot of parents put a lot of stress and pressure on their children because the parents can't do it. Not because the children can't do it, because the parents can't do it. A lot of the time, 
the parents want the children to go to bed, not because the children are tired, but because the parents are tired. And the parents, the parents are so tired they don't know what else to do. Like they 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 can't uh, they can't do activities with the kids because they don't have the energy for it. And um, and so um, they they just they they send the children to bed for whatever reason that that they just they don't have the energy for it. And I've heard this from a lot of parents, and it's kind of sad because it's it's like a wasted opportunity. And there's there's sort of this dead period, and you'll you'll find this. Maybe you know this already. I don't know, but you'll definitely find this personally when your daughter grows up and gets a little bit older. Um, say when your daughter's between the ages of seven and ten, there'll be a period in the evening, which is almost as dead zone because adults are tired. You get to seven o'clock in the evening, right? And after you've been working through the day and you've done all the things you need to do and you've played with your daughter for half an hour or you've picked her up from school or you've taken her to the park or you've taken her to whatever class she wants to do or whatever. And then you get home and then you got to prepare food. And you got to think about the next day and you got your calls you have to make for work. And you're thinking, oh, my God, I don't have any clean clothes. And ah, and the, 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 this craziness. And then you, your brain just kind of goes, ah. <laughs> Right. It just it just it just says and give up. It just says it just says sit on the couch and turn on the TV. Uh, it, 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 it says that, but it's crazy because there's a great opportunity to connect between parents and children, sort of that sort of seven o'clock to nine o'clock time is still a great opportunity, especially you know, if you imagine during a school day. Uh, if children go to school, that uh, uh, you don't see them. And so you, you want to be able to connect with them properly. You don't have time in the morning and, and mm. right after school is a bit crazy. Um, and, uh, and so there's a great opportunity to connect at that point in time. But unfortunately, a lot of parents just don't have the energy to do it. Yeah. This is a classic situation of the parent sits down to read their child a story and after after half a page the parent <laughs> the parent is fast asleep because <laughs> that they just they just don't have the, the eyes closed mm. and don't open again um, and I, I think and it's and it, it's funny because at school there's sort of a there should be at least a focus on health and well-being and doing stuff and having energy and being fit but where's that focus for parents right it, 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 it's not always there it, it's down to the individual parent 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 themselves and you know how they think about things but um, um, I'm pretty sure that a lot of parents don't because they're busy with other things in life you know it's like oh I've got to take the car to the garage and uh and um, have to clean the windows and the walls need painting and have to cut the grass and the, 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 the endlessness of um, all the little activities that, that never <laughs> never get done. Have to clean the have to clean the bath and have to clean the toilet and and you know I should probably scrub the inside of the cooker or the oven or whatever and oh no the <laughs> Fridge needs clean. <laughs> ah. 
the, the absolute insanity of the endless tasks. Um, and it, it tires parents out. And I have observed in the last few weeks, a lot of really tired looking parents who just like, uh, and you know what, you know what happens after that? Summer comes and the parents are like, oh no, <laughs> I have to be with my kids 24 hours a day, seven days a week for four to eight weeks. Ah, and you can, <laughs> you sort of appreciate the American mindset, which is just like, okay, we just send our kids to camp. <laughs> it's just like, all right, off you go. See you in two weeks or three weeks or whenever. And they send their, they send their children away. Um, but uh, I always feel a little bit sad when I hear, and you hear this a lot. You will hear, I guarantee you, you, you will hear this a lot as a parent. You will hear, oh no, the holidays. Like a lot of parents really, especially if parents have two or three children, right? They're like, oh no, what am I going to, I think that's terrible, to be honest. And then what you hear is, oh, I'm so happy that school is starting again. And um, I also feel a bit sad when I hear that, because uh, mm. I don't think that that's the right message that we truly want to give to our children about, uh, uh, about whatever we think is positive or negative about school. So, um, uh, anyway, that's that's just a little thought on our habits, our 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 lifestyle habits, and uh, of here's people people don't stop to think about the contradictions, right? <coughs> There's, I, I I I was just thinking about this for some reason. Yesterday, yesterday I saw an article. I'm not looking for this. It just pops into my head. I saw an article which said, the British government is encouraging schools to have more lessons outside because of the health crisis. Okay. It's the same government that encouraged everybody to stay at home inside for a whole year. Doesn't anybody have any questions anymore? When, <laughs> when, when the same people that said, you have to stay inside, is now saying, no, you have to stay outside. When the same people that said, turn left, are now saying, turn right. Same people that said, Absolutely no! We will arrest you and put you in prison if you do it. Hmm. Are now saying, if you don't do it, you're bad. The same people. It's it's like they they have a they, they have a they have a story, hmm. and then when they get tired of the story, they just tell the opposite. Just, just flip it. They just flip the whole thing and do the complete opposite. You have to get tested because you have to get a vaccine because then you'll be safe. And then everybody gets the vaccine and then 
you have to get tested again and take another vaccine because the first one didn't work. But the second one will work because the first, even though the first one didn't. Right? I don't know. I, I don't know. It, 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 insanity is the new reality. It's okay. The world is upside down. But, but John, John Lennon, one of my favorite quotes, John Lennon, um, the world is mad. I'm paraphrasing. Um, like he said, crazy. He said, the world is crazy. But if you say the world is crazy, then you are crazy. That's it. Mm. He said that, and it, there was a television interview, and he said that, right, on the television. He said, like, well, what do you think about the state of the world? This is when, when people asked real questions to real people mm. that, that 30, 40 years ago, before everybody was a good little soldier and did everything correctly. Um, you know, they asked John Lennon, well, you know, what do you think about the state of the world? He's like, oh, the world is, the world is crazy. But if I tell you it's crazy, then I'll be crazy. <sighs> you know, this is, you, you, you can't win. Mm. You can't win in that in that kind of situation. And on uh, 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 the mad the, the madness of the madness the madness of everything the madness of crowds which has been known down throughout history. Anyway, um, all that from coffee.